You're listening to season four, episode six. Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk Shop. My name is Therese and I am your host for today or every time you listen to the episode. I am a business mentor and I help my clients grow and scale their wholesale and I also run courses on this very topic. As the year is sort of coming towards the final push for sending out orders and getting those last minute sales, I wanted to let you know that this year, just like last year, I will be sending out a yearly reflection sheet and goal setting kind of workbook to those on my newsletter. So if you're not signed up for my newsletter, do have a look and sign up. I will pop the link in the show notes. I am also looking ahead to next year. I'm going to kick off the year with my sales course and you find the waitlist over on my website and then in March I will be running my starter wholesale course again. The waitlist is available for that as well. Perhaps last year was the year you were supposed to have started to wholesale or really push your wholesale and grow it but then Covid and everything else happened then sign up to the waitlist for Let's Talk Sales because then you get the extra accountability plus loads of uh, extra knowledge about what to do to grow your sales. I also very excitedly working on my updated website. I won a branding competition earlier this year with Ticketaboo Creative and uh, that is going to launch in January as well. So I will start showing you a little bit of teasers before the end of the year. And in the new year, I'm going to be releasing lots of contents around a rebrand. When I was going through the process, I asked you guys if you wanted me to take you along on the journey. So there will be lots of things happening in terms of the rebrand next year. And I will be sharing the process with Judy, who's the owner of Ticketaboo Creative. Today I wanted to chat to you about third-party marketplace platforms for wholesale. It's something that I discover new platforms almost weekly now and I get asked about it weekly and lots of you guys might already be selling on some. Some of you might be doing really well on them which is fantastic and some of you might have never heard about them before so I want to go through a few pointers and give you a little bit more advice on how to pick the platforms that are right for you and also talk about whether the whole model is right for you. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you will have heard my chat with Sophie from Stand12 and Sophie Home. Stand12 is one of these platforms and run, run by Sophie. So if you haven't heard that episode, I would go and have a listen to that as well if you are interested in learning more about these kind of platforms. You can also read a blog post over on my blog about it and there is a handy comparison that I put together with Catherine Erdley from Resilient Retail that you can download as well and I will of course put the link for that in the show notes as well. So first of all when we start talking about third-party marketplaces I think it's really important to kind of share what they are about and uh, how they work and There's a few different types of models out there, but most of them work on a commission basis, which means that they don't really cost you any money up front. 
Some of them do, but most of them work on this commission basis. And it means that they only charge you when they get an order for you. Some of them charge a larger commission on the first order and uh, a lower one on repeat orders. Some of them has a set commission for all orders. And some of them even incentivizes you to accept longer payment terms from them and therefore offer you a lower commission. So there is a lot of different structures out there. But in general, that that's how they work and they are attractive to retailers because they offer retailers credit terms from the first order and sometimes also free shipping and longer payment terms than you perhaps would be able to offer as a small brand owner. There are also a few of them who don't charge you or the retailers anything and they work more like LinkedIn or a social media network where they will add premium features that you will be charged for should you wish to use them. So a few different models and then there's one where it's almost like an online catalogue and they do charge you an upfront marketing sort of listing fee as well. So you would have to consider, first of all, what model works for you and work out what you can afford. If you are at a stage where you have not worked out your wholesale pricing yet and you wish to grow your wholesale, I would highly recommend you to build in enough margin there so that you could sell on these platforms in the future, even if that is not a possibility from day one for your business. So... It's still really, really good to download the comparison, have a look at the different platforms, have a look at what the commission structures are and build that into your margins if you haven't done your wholesale pricing yet. I always say that, yes, your margin will be lower for wholesale, but you should still be making money on every sale that you do. Personally, I think these marketplace platforms can be a really, really good solution for you, especially now when there's so many new creative businesses starting that are solo entrepreneurs, and we there's only so much time for us that we have to focus on sales. This can be a great add-on. I don't think that it should remove any of your active outreaching to retailers and doing your own research to find the right retailers for you. But it can be a good, nice way to get orders and for more people to discover you. I just think that you need to carefully think about what platform is right for you. So what platform do you think most of your retailers are on? Maybe even ask them. What brands are on each platform? Are there brands that could sit nicely with your brand in a shop? Because that's going to mean that it's more attractive to the retailers that you want to reach. If they see a platform being a one-stop shop for them, then that will be the most attractive. And then the most important thing, I think, to consider when you sell on these platforms is that as with any third-party platforms you need to focus on owning that relationship we don't know hopefully i mean i think these platforms are really positive and i hope that they stay around for a long time and it could be a really good positive thing for our industry but i still think that there is so many of them opening up that we don't know how secure all of them will be in the long run and how long they will be around there might still be some that open up and close down like etsy started a wholesale platform a few years ago and that closed 
closed down in 2018 because of poor engagement. Now, that might have just been ahead of its time, but I don't like the idea of putting all your eggs in one basket and that basket be in someone else's basket to walk away with all of your lovely stockists. I'm not talking about encouraging retailers to buy from you direct rather than from the platform. I think to make these platform works, it's really important that we are honest. And if a retailer bought from you from free of platform, we continue the relationship that way. But that doesn't mean that you cannot also build more of a relationship with them outside of the platform. Perhaps that could be on social media, for example. Tag them when you prepare their orders. Encourage them to tag you when they receive the orders. Reshare their post. Like their post. Comment on them. Encourage them to sign up to your newsletter, perhaps, so they can always stay up to date without encouraging them to shop with you outside of the platform. And just keep in touch with them just the same way as you do with all your other stockies, even if you do it through the platform. And make sure that you keep a database of all your stockies outside of all the platforms that you trade on. So keep their name, their details, keep your notes, just like you would with any other contact, so that if something would happen, you are still able to reach them and you can remember who has bought from you in the past. So what does it take to be successful of these on these platforms? I think so far it's they are quite new, all of them, so it can be hard to know. It's really important that you are in the right category so that it's easy for buyers to find your products. Take advantage of any free marketing, whether it is submitting photography for social media, for their social media, or newsletters, or banners if they want it for their website. Take advantage of anything that you can help them help you with. Just as on Etsy or not on High Street, I'm guessing that keywords will be really, really important. So think about your customer. What would they be searching for to find your products? And make sure that those products are prominent in your product description and titles. And probably also in your brand story on the website. Make sure that you have thought that out as much as you can and still keep it chatty. You don't have to keep it too formal, but make sure that you communicate with your potential buyers what your products are and how they are made. So if you are a small business owner hand making everything, then that will be attracted to a certain type of retailer. So make sure you tell them that story so that when they get customers through their door, they can communicate and help use that to help sell your products. I think images are super and super important when you're selling anything, in particular when you're sending on selling online. So make sure that you provide good images that help give your retailers lots of confidence in you and also make them see that you have good high quality images because they're most likely all online and on social media now that you can share with them. So high quality images is always going to be important when you sell anything online. I think it's also important to gain momentum As with any social media or marketplace platform, there's going to be an algorithm behind it. We don't know exactly how that algorithm works, but I think that it's fairly safe to assume that if you get lots of orders, 
you rank higher. So if you're going to do any incentive or launch offer on one of those platforms when you launch your products on there, make it good in the beginning so that you can hopefully get a few orders, get some reviews or ratings as a supplier so that you rank pretty high or ask if it's a smaller platform ask them how they rank things what you can do to make your store look more attractive and learn from them good customer service and great communication is super key nowadays so make sure that you don't take on more platforms than you can handle and stay on top of your customer service that is super, super important. And then the last thing I think you need to make a success of it is set yourself some goals. Because otherwise, how are you going to measure if it's a success for you? Think about what sort of revenue you want to be gaining from it or how many orders or how many stockers you would like to receive. And then you have to weigh that up against the time investment to list your products on each platform. So make sure you set yourself some clear goals. I think that's really important with any new thing that you do to grow your business. Set clear goals and measure what success looks like for you and then celebrate that success. That is equally important as setting the goals in the first place. As I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, there is a free comparison guide that you can download. You will be signing up to my newsletter. Of course, you can unsubscribe anytime. When you do say, it features 13 of the marketplaces that when we created the guide, probably about a month ago or one and a half month ago, were the ones we knew of. As I said as well, there's new ones popping up almost daily, so or weekly. So there will be more out there and some of them will contact you. Just remember to evaluate which ones are a good fit for you and your business and how many you can be on before you agree to anything. As flattering as it is to be offered to go on all of them, all of them might not be the right strategy for you. I really hope that this episode has helped you. Maybe it's something that you're thinking about, that you're planning to think about after you close for orders later this month. And maybe wholesale is something that you want to be doing for 2021. I am also working one-to-one with clients and I'm booking clients in from mid-January. So if you are interested in working together next year, please get in touch and we can get you booked in. I really would love to work with you. And also, if you like this podcast, of course, I would love to see where you are listening. Whether you're busy packing up orders or making, tag me over on Instagram. I'm small underscore business underscore collaborative. Thank you so much for listening and I will be back next Monday with another guest episode. I hope you have a brilliant week. Thank you so much again.